Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Time to go through the card. Now, I've got Miles' bets and uh, for each race, and then I'll go through Lockie's best bets in the upcoming segment after the break. We'll start with race number one, Claire, just as I get it up in I'm front of me. just going to make one comment yeah. if I can, Sam. So, so Morfittville on the outer track tomorrow, look, it's come up as a soft five uh, when you, the first acceptances came out. The rail's in the true position. There is a few showers around, so I'd be sort of having a look at that and the way to go on. So I probably might come up a soft six um, for the beginning of the day, but it may even get to a lot slower than that as we... Um, progress through the day. Now, Miles and Lockie actually align here. Their best bets of the day, race one, number nine, Eagles Craig. But uh, Claire, I'll uh, get you to kick things off for us um, just running through the race. Well, Eagles Craig has come up as, as quite short as favourite and Jamie Carr takes the ride and it's a horse I like as well and we'll certainly be um, looking at that. Not usually glorious, horse number five with Paul Gout on board. Um, ran a super race, likes this wet, the sting out of the track. Air of Tavistock is one I've been following, number 11, um, some chance there as well with Jacob Offerman, Richard Wilson. Impossible action, as we heard from Jake, is probably, um, well, it did beat, not usual glorious, its last start as well. So it's going really well and still gets in well with that nice 54 weight. But I am with number nine, Eagles Craig, Damien. Um, I'm happy to go against both um, Lockie and Miles. I'd like to suggest the punters play not usual glorious each way at the odds, if they can get double figures. Uh, loves a wet, uh, fantastic run when he just got nailed the other day on the line and um, certainly looks a really strong each-way chance. We'll move on to a race number two over the 1,200 metres, the benchmark 68. Number 11, Mask Up, is the um, short price, price favourite. Um, there's some longies here, so you might be able to find a bit, bit of value. Miles is actually with Mask Up and he's got number four, Pim's Party, each-way. Uh, well, first thing I'll say is that I think Pim's party um, was slow away last start. Um, it probably want to probably will be suited by the twelve hundred metres, definitely twelve hundred metres. But you probably want to, I want to see her do something else uh, or perform a little bit better before I follow her in. I think um, Dr. Dee Dee is some chance first up here with Lockie Needoff taking the claim. Um, but I did think the booking of Craig Williams on number 11 mask up on Wild's horse does deserve it to be favourite as well. So I think that was probably a good chance. Number 12, Miraku is backing up here for Jason Manning. John Allen takes a ride. I thought it was some chance. Um, and maybe even looking at strike and style. But I thought perhaps he might... Um, I really thought that uh, the race was dominated by Mask Up. Son and Wild had a big carnival in Warnable during the week. Um, would have had multiple options for him to run there and sport into Adelaide. Uh, it was impressive when it won a terrain jump out um, at the beginning of April and, and looks really well placed here to win. Race, uh, I'll just add there, uh, race two, number four, Pimp's Party is actually Lockie's best value of the day as well. So uh, Lockie and Miles are lining a little bit there. We'll move on to race number three, eight horse field over the uh, 1,050 metres. And uh, H2O is the favourite. And that's who Miles is in with for his next best. This is a very hard race, I believe, to, to line up with a lot of this unexposed um, two-year-old, two-year-old horses who haven't raced yet. Going back and looking at their trial sometimes can be a little bit hard to line up. Number two, winning revolution, Linda Meach reuniting with Peter Moody. They've combined to win over 300 races together. Um, it's trialled really well. I know that Moody has a big opinion of it. Um, I think that 
that that's a really good little combination, one to keep an eye on. Barrable number seven, Jamie Carr takes a ride for, for Clayton Douglas. It's trialled really well as well. They've obviously brought it over here. Jamie knows what it takes to win races over here, so looking for some black type, I suggest. In the Navy, number six um, was a really well-performed horse of Philip Stokes uh, and won its first start as a two-year-old quite impressively. Um, it probably would like to have seen it. It's hard to sort of know if it's come on from the break. Um, but H2O, I think, is certainly the, the run that she had behind Sia him last start. It's hard, it's hard to look away from her. So I'm going with number three, H2O. Certainly doesn't look to me too many winning chances. Uh, the market obviously helps out with the first starters, um, you know, come race day. But H2O certainly looks hard to run down. The, the white draw is probably no concern, as Jake alluded to before. If um, he can get it to the front, it'll take plenty of running down. Move on to race number four, the Port Adelaide Cup over the 2,500 metres. Uh, Miles is with Designs here. Jamie Carr on board from the Freedman camp, um, and it's in some good form. Claire? I probably agree with Designs. Um, I think that's going really well. Winning form is good form. Hard to ignore. Jamie Carr coming across. Anthony Sam Friedman going really well. Splendiferous, I thought, had some chance. Um, Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Brock bringing across with Craig Williams on board. Um, but Dazza is probably the one that Jake rides as one of the better of the um, local horses. So Benet um, is consistent as well, but I just seem to think it always finds one better than it on the day. Um, number 11, so Benet ridden by Bren Vorster. Comfort Girl, some outside chance as well, number nine. But um, yeah, I'm with number four designs as well. I think today could be the day for, uh, say, Benet to get back into the winner's okay. list and certainly go against Claire. Um, had no luck when there was no tempo on the race the other day when Berend weaved a little path through the inside to, to attack the uh, the eventual winner late. And looks really well placed in a race like this based on the fact that it ran third in the Lord Reams, a group three race going back three runs ago. Move on to race number five over the 1,200 metres, the Tobin Bronze Stakes. Uh, looking at Miles' selections, he's with number one on top, Marine One, with Jamie Carr on board from the Mar Eustace camp. And he's also gone for number four, Manhattan Times, as an each-way play with uh, John Allen on board from uh, the uh, McDonald camp. Another good race here, uh, Group 2 race. Marine One probably deserves to be favourite. Um, first up run here, here at David Eustace. Number two, General Bow. I see they've actually just got a little bit of a gear change. They put blinkers on General Bow um, as well, which and Daniel Moore on board. I think perhaps that's one to look at as well. I thought it was probably not, not a bad price at the moment. Manhattan Times, I agree, certainly a consistent horse and deserves this type of step up. Um, extremely lucky. Mark Zara takes the ride here for Will Clark and its last start, it was extremely unlucky. Um, a little bit hard to know whether he will be able to take the step up to this kind of level. I'd be interested to know what your thoughts are of this, Damien. Well, I think that extremely lucky is an extremely good each-way chance. Um, should have won clearly first up when resuming. Key rider change, Mark Zara takes the mount. The stable starting to regain form after having a bit of a lean time over the last three months. And ton of speed in the race, smallish field, uh, gets to the outside off the gate and it was storm home. Looks, um, looks like a nice winning chance. Sarah Des, uh, number nine here for Craig Williams, Mark and Levi Kavanagh. I thought uh, it's run on a Redelva last start, I forgot to mention, was also really good. So um, those numbers, I'm sort of struggling to sort of put one on top, to be honest. Um, but I'm probably happy to, to go with your advice there, Damien, because extremely lucky, I thought, might be one at odds that we can um, sort of play and get away from those sort of short ones at the top. Well, so far, Claire, you've probably found a case for each of the nine <laughs> runners, which may not help the punters out there, but um, Claire's got a bracket selection of one to nine, yeah, and, and she'll gloat that she found the winner. <laughs> yeah, next week on the show, we'll uh, just trim out the bit where you've said uh, said the winner's name, and then uh, we'll replay it with the with the race replay, and we'll make you look really good, Claire. <laughs> love it, love it.
Move on to race number six over the 1,600 metres, the Queen of the South Stakes. Now, this one has Miles' best each way of value of the day. It's number eight, Silent Sovereign, with John Allen on board from the McAvoy camp. Um, I couldn't give you any insight into why he's tipped it, but I'm sure you two gurus can. Well, I think that's because Silent Sovereign um, has blinkers on first time here. Um, and I think that from its wide gate, I'm it looked like it might have needed the mile after its 400 metre run at Oatbank. So interesting to see the way they're going to ride it, perhaps a bit more positively. But I'll, when Damien speaks, he can um, probably um, give us a little bit of insight there. It's interesting, though, that Berrien Vorster has chosen to ride Belle Placia here at number seven, which did win Southern Sovereign's races at Oatbank. I think it's going really, really well. And um, I think it's hard to sort of look away from her. I think she's actually a good price at the moment as well. There's a horse down the bottom here, Grandma Gale, which I do like. This is too strong for it. I just want listeners out there to have a look and uh, look at this horse. It's beautiful grey um, and keep an eye on where she's going for next time. Number 10, Comica, has come up quite short here as well. Ethan Brown for um, Michael Kent here. It did win a very strong race. Um, those sort of Vobus horses, um, races are quite strong at Caulfield at its last start. Foxy Frieda from Andrew Noble at Stable. Um, Billy Egan takes a ride, has been... Some interest in that one as well. Um, and also looking at Cirillo Miss, again, Damien Oliver riding, Simon Wild trains coming across here as a very good combination. Um, but for me, I'm actually going to go with number seven, Belle Placier. Well, I couldn't find much speed in the race, Claire, so I thought the race could become dominatable as uh, on paces. So when I did the race, I thought that horses like Cirillo Miss would go forwards. Uh, and the obvious favourite was Kamika, who was very impressive when she won the other day. So those two horses go forward. They could take plenty of running down. I would expect that Bell Plus uh, up to the mile would be able to set a little bit closer than what she did at Oatbank. And her incredible record on softer, heavy tracks. Um, the ex-Kiwi mare loves it. And I would suggest that off the inside there that Byron will give her a terrific run and certainly look the winner at some stage of the game. Moving on to race number seven. Um, it's interesting that both Miles and Lockie aren't here today because there's a bit of conflict. Uh, Miles is tipping the big boy behemoth while uh, Lockie's laying behemoth. Uh, there's a few others in here that we've been following over the show for a little while in Saboteur Excel, Bo Rossa, Ironclad and Dexalation. Even Outlaw's Revenge um, has been tipped by us a few times over the journey. Um, Claire, what do you make of it? And what do you make of, um, you know, Miles tipping the big boy and uh, Lockie laying uh, behemoth? Well, it's probably Behemoth, um, as we know, is a bit of a favourite of everyone in South Australia. And um, it had a great campaign um, earlier in the year and it's um, just missed probably um, first up first up behind Camel Passer. Look, he had a little bit of time off and I think he has to really be taken on trust in where he's going at the moment. So he's one that I'm probably happy to leave alone looking at some of the other form. It's, it's quite a strong little form race. You see Bo Rosso number four here, Linda Meach taking the ride for Will Clark and it's resuming. Um, it's obviously had a trip to the uh, Queensland during the year or back in the beginning of the year and has had time to recover from that and has trialled well leading into this. Ironclad, which Jamie Carr takes the ride for Will Clarkin as well. Um, superb ride and the Matrice from Jamie just getting up and beating Manhattan Times, which has since ran really well in some strong races as well, so that is good form. I think um, Ironclad is one that I really like in this race. Um, and probably looking through some of the ones down the bottom, I'd probably give Outlaws Revenge some chance as well. But look, I'm going to go with number five, Ironclad from number four, Bo Ross, if I think those two are the way to go. Seems to be a ton of speed in the race, Claire. I thought that maybe the back markers could uh, storm home late. So saying that, um, and with the great interview and insight that we had from Jake about the wet track, um, 
uh, performances of Dexalation. I think that he could settle back off of them and launch over the top. He has the benefit of recent racing over many of his rivals. And um, and the great thing about him is the fact that, you know, he's a warrior. He'll go to war for you. He's got a terrific record. And uh, he looks super hard to beat, in my opinion, at the big odds. Yeah. Um, probably agree with Claire that uh, that Ironclad could also run well. But if it was a t- deteriorating track, could be a, a major concern for it. Moving on to race number eight over the 1,200 metres. Miles is having two each-way plays here on the number two, Bella Nipatina, with John Allen on board. And the number three... 13 Argentia is um, not 100% sure how to say that. Um, but, yeah, guys, what are you what are you thinking? You said Argentia correctly, Sam. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, this is another really strong even race. Um, I'm probably going to have to defer to Damien. is really his expert because I, again, have got like four or five horses that I love in this race. Um, Bella Vela, of course, last start winner. Um, she looks she's going really well. Um, can handle a little bit of sting out of the track. Arguably, instant celebrity nearly could have got up on her inside and beat her last start. So I think Instant Celebrity will have improved from that that first up run. And, and that's what happened last year. This time last year, it needed that first up run and then it performed at its best. Um, Bella Nipatina, number two, I really like as a horse. Um, but it's interesting that I think when, correct me if I'm wrong here, Tammy, when, when they have met with an away game, away game always seems to have the upper hand. So away game, Linda Meach, Kiramar David Eustace is probably the one to go there. September run, number one, Craig Williams' is ride. It is favourite, um, and I think it deservedly so. It was a super win in the Group 1 William Reed last start. So this is probably one of the hottest races and Group 1s we've had here in South Australia. Um, what do you, do you think, just one that I've sort of been keeping an eye on since I tipped um, Media Award at um, $71 that one time I did the producer's pick um, last year. So I like the award horses. Um, but what do you think of the number 11, um, another award with Jess, Jess Eden on board? Another award has um, Frank Turform. She's had two nice wins probably in lower grade races. She's having a bit of a throw at the stumps in this sort of group one race and, and why wouldn't you, I suppose, when it's on your back door. Um, it's drawn really well for a cushy run, but it's probably, Damien might have better say what you think is, is up to this step in this level. Probably not, no. Um, <laughs> I think that she's entitled to be the big odds that she is. She could only beat Aguilette the other day. And Group 1 races are won by Group 1 horses. So, unfortunately for her, the set weights of the weight forage conditions of this race really don't help her out. Uh, horses up the top, in my opinion, September run comes off of Group 1 form and, and looks awfully hard to beat. Um, and it's very hard at this stage of the game to work out exactly how much speed's in the race or where the winner might come from because of the, the you know, probably wet track's not going to help a few. And a ton of speed might see them storming on, um, which is definitely going to suit September run. I'm actually going to go, just to clarify what I was actually picking, even though I've mentioned all of them, uh, I'm going to go with Bellinip Patina as well each way. I think that's, um, I really just like that horse as well. Um, and I will have a little bit of a sentimental something on Bella Vella. And we'll move on to race number nine. Miles is with number 15, who looking here is I Am Bene. And uh, number 13 as well uh, in sidearm over the 1,050 metres on the benchmark 64. Claire. This is um, a great race to finish the day. Hard for us, though, who are doing their qualities because, honestly, you could look anywhere here. Um, I think that I'm a legend is one I've been following. Um, always seems to bob up with um, – I've been talking about Ashton Downing as a great judge of a horse. It's one that I'm still going to keep an eye on here. Um, hasn't won in a heavy track but has won on, on a soft track. Rushway lad, Damien Oliver riding for Travis Dowdle, um, ran a nice second at Oakbank his last start. Um, three tiers, John Allen, Peter Hardacre. I think there's sort of a really good little team there. Again, Val Rock won super at Oak Bank, his last start. 
Um, so there's a really can look anywhere here. So if you're going for some multiples, I'll be including all of that. Um, but I do like Lady Simone after listening to Jake. Um, so I may be just be stealing your thunder here, Damien, by talking about that one. Did you want to talk? Um, no, I'd rather talk about Smoke and Vow. I think that we should <laughs> send the punters home uh, singing Everybody Wang Chung tonight because of the fact Angus Chung rides Smoking Vow. It's fitter for three runs back from a spell, all in considerably harder races. She's incredibly well weighted with 59 after his claim. She's going to sit back off of them from the gate. Angus is in terrific form. And uh, back in this grade, looks awfully hard to beat. So number 15, I am Benet, which is Miles' tip that Paul Gatz rides and it's first up. Um, are we allowed to ask you if you know if it's um, how well it's going going into this race? Is it ready first up? She's always shown very, very good ability. She may not be the soundest of, um, of fillies, but the, um, her, her first up win or career debut was incredible when she won it um, at Gawler on a Saturday, but the format of the race hasn't been terrific, but she's certainly on the up. So we're probably going to be including number one, Smoking Val, number nine, Lady Simone, and number 15, Iron Benno, for your multiples in the last. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.